You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. In the man cave, that's where we belong here. In the air everywhere, by the way, is another hour of The Dan Patrick Show, but you knew that already. Ben Maller, normally, overnight, the graveyard shift. I'm there waiting to hear bells in the middle of the night on Fox Sports Radio from 2 to 6. So check that out if you can't sleep, if you got insomnia. And the great Rob Parker, a regular here in this territory. This is... This is new for me. Uh, normally, I'm not allowed to work during the sun, you know, the time the sun's up, Rob. But here we are. And you can hear Rob on The Odd Couple, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern with the great Chris Broussard yapping away there. A very popular show. A very popular well, show. Well, thank this you. Is- Those are kind words, Ben Malla. Yeah. Always fun. We've worked together a couple times. You filled in on The Odd Couple. I did. And, yeah, and I've been day. on your podcast, The Fifth Hour. Is that what it's called? Yeah, if you want to come on, Rob, the overnight show, and uh, I can I can set that up. I can make that happen. Yeah, we could do on that one night yeah. for sure. Why not? I'll definitely come yeah. on and, and chop it up and have your your uh, militia attack me. I'm sure they will. And we could do a we well, no, you a blocked all of, of them, Rob. What are you talking about? You blocked everybody in the militia. There's no one left. <laughs> hey, you it's know a block what? party. <laughs> it is a block party. I don't know if Joel can't find our song. We have a song that we made. Yeah. For 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 me blocking Joel. I don't know if you can find that in our folder, but it's uh it's my Twitter and I'll block if I want to is the name So what of the is song. the criteria? Let me I want to get in the mind of Rob Parker. Like what is the criteria here? Cuz I now I also am on social media. People are very rude on social media. There's a lot of a-holes on there. What yes. I do though is I mute people. That okay, way so they So you don't block them. You just mute them so that yeah, they don't yeah, know like, Exactly. That way it's like undercover. And they, to me, what you're doing, Rob, a lot of people wear this as a badge of honor to be blocked by the great Rob Parker, that this is a thing of honor to them. And I would advise you try the mute button. Yeah. I would recommend, but you, you are notorious for blocking people, even people I, that work for the company, <laughs> Rob. You have no, no mercy. For even people that work here at our company, I, you still I block them. Blo- I blocked Doug Gottlieb. He wasn't happy about it. What did Gottlieb <laughs> say to annoy you? What could he no, have said? You know what? It, it's a couple things that'll get you blocked. Okay. One thing that'll get you blocked is if you put words in my mouth, say I said something that I didn't say. Okay. Okay. Like, All right. So, so that'll get you blocked. Gotcha. Uh, if uh, we're talking about... Uh, the topic is Aaron Rodgers, and you talk about Tom Brady. You will get blocked because we're not. That's not what we're. T- if you want to comment on what we're t- or what I'm talking about or my take, Ben, that's fine. But yeah. if you want to bring something up that has nothing to do with what we're talking about, and you go back to some old take or you want to rehash stuff from before, I'm not interested in that. And I want you to know that you're blocked, and you can wear it as a badge of honor. But I'm going to take the uh, and and then, you know, they hit up other people. They hit up Chris Broussard and say, hey, Rob, block me. Or guys will go to my Instagram and say, why'd you block me? Unblock me. I yeah. want you to know you got blocked. I don't no, want I'm getting, you to I'm think I'm getting that. those messages, Rob. You know, when I announced I was filling in and on for the Dan Patrick show with you, and people were like, "Oh, can you? Hey, can you know Terry in England, who's listening right now in the UK? He said, hey, can you? Uh, can you tell Rob to unblock me? Uh, and then like, I've got like four or five other people here that you blocked for random reasons. So, hey, let Rob know though. I don't know why he blocked me. And, and, uh, and, I, I and be, you know I'm what? Like cool with Doug, you want, Doug after the Super Bowl, he had some tweet or something. Check on Rob, or I don't know what it was. It was something yeah. about that. And my only point was, A, Doug has his own three hours. He does his own deal, right? Yeah. And 
Had Matthew Stafford lost the game, would Doug have gone on Twitter and said, Rob is right, oh, he called it, he nailed it? Would, would that tweet have come? Uh, probably not. Okay. So now you didn't get up. Did you get upset with me though? Because I, I no. Did me and you it, had a go. Me and you yeah. have had a back and forth. Okay. With this. Have yeah, we well, not? No, we did. And I stole. You oh. have a famous line uh, about uh, cheese and uh, so right. quiet and whatnot. I stole your line as a no, tribute, no, no, as an no, homage but, but we, to you. But we've had a back and forth over this, yeah. haven't we? Richard? We have. You. Okay. We talked uh, not just on the radio, but we talked off the air about off Stafford. the air about it. Right. We've had this, conversations. That's you, my uh, we've point. Back and, is that we have yeah. a history on where yeah. it is. And when people come out of nowhere, and I just was like, I, you know, you know, Ben, how you do this? You could do this. I've done it for 36 years. And, and you know, if you don't, I remember, let me just say this real quick, and we'll get into where we want to go with this dunk yeah, contest. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. But I had a boss at the Detroit News when I was a columnist there. Calls me up one day, Ben, and he said, ah, you know, I got this co- uh, email from somebody. And, you know, basically he was trashing me in my column. So I told this, this is the executive editor, big boss of the paper. And I said, man, I wish I could take this phone call and what you're telling me, you know, seriously, but I take it with a grain of salt. And he was like taken aback. Like, what are you saying? What do you mean? And I said, I've worked at the paper for nine years. Not one time have you ever called me up when someone wrote a nice letter to you about what a great columnist I am or what a great column Rob wrote. <laughs> so for you to hit me up on something where somebody is criticizing me, I don't buy into it. Do you, do you see yeah. Ben? No, so, listen, I agree, so, but that's so, human so nature. So on Twitter, though, right? if you've yeah. never hit me up to tell me, Rob, you nailed that. or oh, man, you had some insight. Boy, was that a great take and you were spot on. If you don't hit me up, then don't hit me up. When things when I'm wrong on a take, because it's just not going to register with me. That's Rob right. Parker. You know as well as Eddie. Here it is, ben. Oh, there it is. I'll block if I want to. Block if I want to. Block <laughs> if I want to. You would block too if they tried to dish you. <laughs> Rob Parker. <laughs> I love it. I love it, Rob. That's how I say. So anyway, uh, that is the uh, a little Leslie been, Gore. It's my party. That's I like it. Rob. I like it. If you've been blocked by Rob, don't don't stop sending me messages. I. Uh, it, now, now, Rob, let me ask you, is, is there a, a price point to unblock people? Is there a strategy? If somebody came and offered you a couple bucks, would you unblock them? Uh, no. You Once you're blocked, you're blocked. Just All right, that's on. it. Okay. It's over. I was blocked by William Shatner for years. We had on the overnight show. We so had, he didn't want to beam you up, apparently, huh? Well, we had a disagreement. It, it's a long story, and if I tell it on the Dan Patrick show, I'll never be invited back on the Dan Patrick show. But uh, William Shatner, I, we had a mutual friend. And so I was tagged in some tweets that Shatner responded to, and he started responding to me, not realizing he was responding to me because he wasn't that good at Twitter. Anyway, one thing led to another, and then so I, I pretended on the overnight show, I was like, we're, we're good friends because he was sending me tweets. William Shatner, Star Trek, you know, the legend. Right. And uh, he started getting upset, and then he, he blocked me, and then he, he, was, he literally blocked everyone associated with the show. In fact, Bob Garrett, wrong button Bob. Your producer, who's producing yes. this edition of the Dan Rob Patrick G. Show, is blocked by William Shatner. He is collateral damage to what happened back in that incident. And But somebody, the, the reason I'm bringing this up is because a, a listener, and I don't even know it was a listener of mine, uh, paid money to have me unblocked. Shatner had an auction on his website. <laughs> 
and somebody paid money to have me unblocked by Shatner. Unbelievable. So, so there's a way to make money, Rob. If you want down the line, you yeah, can have. I'm, I'm going to pass. If you got blocked, just take the L and move on and, and follow somebody else. That's uh, how it is. But we're so gonna I will on. say, yeah. talking about moving on and blocking, yeah. I want the NBA to stop, block, whatever you want to do, the dunk contest. I mean, we know, Ben, can we admit that this was probably one of the worst, if not the worst, dunk contest we've ever seen. Obi Toppin uh, won for the Knicks. It was horrendous. It was You should be boring. happy the Knicks won something. Well, you're complaining yeah, about yeah, this? Finally. The Knicks won something. And so I did a video on Deadspin.com. I do a Trash Talking Tuesday video every week and basically said that this thing has run its course. We have to just admit it can't be fixed, Ben. I think we, I think we just have to move on, find something else. So I, I saw the video. Tremendous job, as always. They're very opinionated. I, I, I agree with you that the dunk contest was unwatchable garbage. Uh, and Jalen Green, man, I feel bad for you. Felt, you, need, you should never feel bad for a, an NBA dunk guy. But he, he attempted nine dunks and made one of them one in the first round of the dunk contest. And it's like, it's like taking a test nine times, and you, one of them you, you pass. So we'll, <laughs> we'll give you a pass on that. Uh, so I absolutely agree with that part of it. But I'm going to disagree with you in general that, yeah, the, the dunk contest was a dud. It was bad TV. But the NBA, what they need to do is reimagine the dunk contest. You don't end the dunk contest. You know, just like we talked earlier about the handshake line and Jawan Howard had a problem with it and he had a bad day. And so then people were like, get rid of the, the handshake line in college basketball. And it doesn't look like that's going to happen. You don't get rid of the dunk contest in the NBA, though. And I'll tell you why. This is not for guys our age. This is for the kids. Uh, it's not for guys like us. It's for the kids because it's, it's a way you can fall in love with basketball even more, the dunk contest. And you imagine yourself as one of the guys in the dunk contest. I know when I was a kid and I was a big fat kid, I couldn't jump at all. But I thought, you know, on those short rims at the elementary school, maybe I could dunk and all that stuff. But the, the other thing, the biggest problem with the dunk contest is it's filled with flotsam and jetsam. It's the, the guys that are the headline players, even the young players that come into the NBA most of the time are complete scaredy cats when it comes to the, the dunk contest. They don't want to be shamed on social media. They don't want guys like Rob Parker taking shots at them, and me, by the way, <laughs> uh, for failing to win or not representing themselves. And so they, they avoid this. Now, the question is, can you convince the top young players to get into the dunk contest. What would be the carrot on the stick? Rather than getting rid of the dunk contest, what could you do? You can't offer them enough money because they've all got a ton of money, so it's really not going to be a financial thing. I don't think that money would be the, the reason these guys would do it, but I had an idea. All right? I got nothing to do. I'm in the middle of the night here when I do my show normally. Uh, so the NBA, what they need to do, aside from just enticing a few headliners, is how about cranking up uh, the razzmatazz in the dunk contest, Rob? How about this? See, how about a little props, trampolines, barbed wire, uh, bring in some, some masks. So you I want know they, somebody to get hurt doing all this in a, in a meaningless dunk contest? Well, no, I want risk. I want to make this, you know, make this something it, it hasn't been where you crank it up a couple of notches. For example, let's say Ja Morant was in the dunk contest and you filled the lane with a pit of alligators, and you had to jump over to slam the, slam the ball in, and you could win the dunk contest. But you've got to think outside the box. You've got to color outside the lines, Rob, is what I'm saying here. But you've see, got to here's change the problem, up. Ben. I, I, yeah. 
It's, be, it's the players. It's not the dunks. When LeBron decided he wasn't going to do it, other players have followed suit. Michael Jordan did the dunk contest three times. Dominique Wilkins, like all, like the the players used to, be, Dr. J, they were all into it, and it was a part of, uh, you know, promoting the the NBA and what it had to offer. That's why it was so great. <coughs> Excuse me. It's not about props and and all that stuff it's about the stars taking part in it and for whatever reason when LeBron stopped doing it everybody else decided they follow the leader it's going to be passe why is that in in baseball I don't understand like the Svengali effect of LeBron because in baseball other than Mike Trout who's never done the home run derby everybody else has done it the top young guys in baseball do the home run derby which is the baseball equivalent of the slam and it is a show to watch am I right Ben the home run derby yeah, even if they juice up the balls, which I think they do. But it's still okay. an amazing production. It's an amazing production. And, you know, as far as seeing every dunk, I saw your, your video on Deadspin. You were ranting and raving. We've seen everything and all that. It's like, it goes back to what I said, though. The kids haven't seen everything. The young, you know, next generation hasn't but seen everything. But don't you think we need the, be- the bigger stars to perform? Oh, Obi yes. Toppin? I, I, we would have been better off with Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, <laughs> come on. No, you, you're right. But, like I said, it, it, what is the solution? Because you can't offer them money. These guys all have – these top guys that come into the NBA now – these lottery picks that are the next big thing, like Zion Williamson. Money doesn't matter, exactly. Yeah. Money's it's not, not money. going to entice them. Oh, put up a million dollars. Okay, after taxes, that's uh, $370,000. Big deal. You depending know what I like, seriously. Yeah, depending on which state you live in. Uh, but, but, in California, but, you might get 250000 Maybe, maybe. <laughs> and uh, like 75 cents tacked on at the end of that or something like that. But, uh, but yeah, it is it is issue. These guys don't want to do it. But it's you know, you got to be find a way to convince them for the for the good of the game. Now, I remember when they got rid of the all the, the dunk contest back. You know, they the did 90s. have a hiatus for like three or four years, right? Yeah, it was two years. And that the odd thing about that, and this is amazing thinking about where we're at right now. If I remember correctly. And and my you know I'm getting older, but I remember Kobe Bryant was in the dunk contest in '97, and they got in, rid of the Cleveland. dunk contest. I was there. Yes. Okay. So uh, so I'm right on that. So, but then they got rid of it in '98 and '99. But if I remember, they they did that WNBA kind of cross promotion. The two I forget what it was called, but it was like they brought in some WNBA players, and that was like the thing to replace the dunk contest. Yeah, that but, didn't go over well. No, I never missed debacle. the WNBA. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Be, be careful. Ahead, third rail, my man. The third rail. <laughs> Let me know when the WNBA makes money, though. Let me know. Because when they turn a profit, has they, have they ever, you think they've ever turned a profit? I, I don't, don't think so. No. But now, it used to be the teams own WNBA teams. Is that still the case now? Or have they sold? I feel like they've sold some of the WNBA teams. The owners have gotten out of that. Now there's yeah, other people like, that like own the Yeah, like it's the Arena Football League where the league owns the teams you know what I mean like it's just uh, there are no individual owners I don't know I don't know the business of the WNBA it's been around for a long time that's one of David Stern's uh legacies that he put together right and left yeah behind. yeah yeah they, and they spent so much money those first few years to try to promote it and get people to watch and they've never they have a cult following but you know, I have never a cult following. Through, I'm, right. I'm doing overnights. I have a cult following. You should have more than a cult following. You know what I mean? Right? I, I think. But it hasn't just hasn't clicked. So I, I, Yeah. But as we get back and talk about the dunk, I, yes. I'm just curious. 877-99 on Fox. We'll throw it out, Ben. 
curious, do they, are they with me that, that this thing is dead and we should just move on and try to figure something out? Or are you with Ben and you believe that it can be fixed, that, it, that, that uh, some high flying, some stunts, some, some props, and maybe, Ben, would you admit some bigger stars could rejuvenate yeah. this? Yeah, I should not have to go to basketball reference to find out who the name, you know, what team the guy's on that's uh, playing in the dunk contest. <laughs> I, that's a bad sign. If I have, you know, I, we have no life here, Rob. We, do, we talk about sports all the time. If I don't know who the people are that are in the dunk contest, you've done something terribly wrong. Something is not going, uh, going right for you. Uh, anyway, we will take your calls, as Rob said, 877-996-6369, the, the great Dan Patrick show as we roll on. Also, there is some new development. We'll get to it a little bit later, so we'll take your calls on the slam dunk contest, but some new information involving the Aaron Rodgers story. There is some movement, not involving per se Aaron Rodgers, but some things leading down the path, leading you down the garden path. What does it all mean? We'll also talk to Brady Papinga, a former teammate of Aaron Rodgers with the Green Bay Packers and a colleague of ours. So we'll get to all that, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Dan Patrick Show, Ben Maller and Rob Parker. A rare and appropriate daytime appearance for me, Rob, star of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard. We've been talking about the slam dunk contest. This thing still has legs from over the weekend. Rob was at the All-Star festivities in Cleveland and it was a disaster, a debacle. For I mean, think about the NBA and the quality of the product. From a quality control standpoint, you would say this product we're going to take we're going to take it off the shelves. But I believe the the All Star Slam Dunk Contest can be fixed. There are ways around it to fix it, but you have to find a solution to convince at least a couple of the top young players to get involved in this, but we're getting the pulse of the people, Rob. That's what we do here, the pulse of the people. No doubt on the Dan Patrick Show for sure. Uh, Anthony in Anaheim, you're on Fox Sports Radio. What you got, Anthony? How are you? Hey, Ben and Rob. Ben knows I'm a huge fan of FSR, but um, I usually agree with Ben on most things, but not today. I think, Rob, you're 100% right. I think it's over. Stick a fork in it. It's done. You know, I think the only way they're going to change – the slam dunk contest is going to have to write it into their contract and say, you know, we'll give you this X amount of bonus, but you have to participate in the slam dunk contest. Yeah, because no. you know what? Because the stars won't do it. LeBron came in, and I don't know what the reason was. He he kind of poo-pooed the whole thing, Ben, and then the other players. You know, what happened? The top what, happened to, what happened to Machismo? What happened to, hey, I don't care what LeBron does. I'm my own person. I, I'm going to win the dunk contest and I'm going to have every uh, Yahoo on radio and television and social media talking about my amazing ability to dunk the ball. But instead, it's like, no, no, no. Let's let the, you know, the ninth, tenth guy on uh, the Knicks or the Rockets in the dunk contest. No, you're right. And that's the problem. So you, you look at it. Even uh, Cole Anthony, like, he he missed or tried or they didn't even count the misses, Ben, as attempts. You know, like, he, 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 Who went, does he missed that? like Who decided five. that? I mean, remember, right. uh, and this has been going on. This is not a new phenomenon. Remember, right. it was uh, there's also a Knickerbocker. What was the guy's name? The guard. He won the dunk contest multiple But it was times, ridiculous. Like, he missed, like he missed yeah. or misfired on five or six in a row, and then all of a sudden they go, okay, that, he still has three dunks to go. Let's uh, chime in. And here from uh, Andre, 
uh, in Massachusetts. You're on the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. What up, Dre? What's going on? Thanks for taking the call. The dunk contest most certainly can be fixed. And what we need to do, and this is great for your show and your perspective, we need to open it up to the people. We need a pros versus Joes model because anybody who goes on YouTube can clearly see there's folks out there that are doing incredible dunks all the time, get people to their feet, un- incredible. Andre, let me, let me say this. For- let me say this. I'll let you talk. Let me say this. Players do not want guys off the street to show them up in an NBA. Yeah, exactly. I, the, and and that, the NBA doesn't man, want that. Right? You, that's, imagine how embarrassing that would be for the NBA marketing department if Joe Blow from the park is a better dunker than yes. an NBA guy. Oh, my goodness. No, I just can't see. But I don't the, think he's. I don't think that guy's wrong. I, I, I said that on my If you want to have a competition show, like, and bring in uh, uh, guys off the street or street ball players, but yeah. it ain't going to involve any NBA players. I well, no, that's what, I, I agree with you on that. But I, I think his point uh, that he was getting at is that if you go to certain basketball courts, there's famous pickup games or street games around the country, and there are guys that can dunk better than NBA guys right now. But they're not NBA players. But, yeah, you're, the NBA doesn't want anything to do with that because how embarrassing would that be? It's a slap in the face. Like, hey, you don't need to buy tickets to watch the NBA. You can go down to see a pickup game at Venice Beach, and there's a guy that can dunk better than an NBA player. Did you say a slap in the face? Can, can we now say a Jawan Howard slap in the face? Or no? <laughs> That's right. A Jawan right there. That's right. It's just a, not a spit in the face. That's somebody else. That's somebody, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. That's down the line. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So the, uh, the, I want to change gears here a little bit because this Aaron Rodgers story, there is a new development. That has come down here. The Green Bay Packers have restructured the contract of defensive tackle Kenny Clark. You probably say, who the heck cares about that? Why are you talking about this? You're an idiot. You're a fill-in guy. But let me explain. Let me explain why this is a big deal. So um, the the salary cap. Now, I'm a salary cap truther, Rob. I'm, I'm a salary cap truther. Are I you believe, really? Okay. Yes. Yes. I believe that the salary cap, you can finagle the numbers and cook the books. I and, think it's the most ridiculous. The salary cap is fraudulent, is fugazi, is phony. Yeah. Well, I, it's I agree. just it is a fu- mechanism so to hold yeah. the players' salaries down and stop the owners from normally operating on what we call a free market. That's all. Well, as a salary cap truther, I'm of the belief that people talk about the Rams in the past have been in salary cap trouble. They said they can't, nothing sustainable. It's just moving bonus money around and things like that. And all of a sudden you have more money. And it's, it's a way, if you don't want to keep a player, you say, well, I, we keep him, but the salary cap, we got to get rid of this guy because of the salary cap. But if you want to keep a player, you can find a way to come up with the money and move some numbers around. But the, the Packers restructured the contract to Kenny Clark and ta-da, abracadabra, they created $10.9 million worth of salary cap space just by moving some uh, bonus money around and uh, he had signed a new contract in 2020. So uh, people connecting the dots, as we do, following the breadcrumbs and saying, what does this mean uh, for Aaron Rodgers and his future plans? And we've talked a lot about it. And a man that knows Aaron Rodgers personally, he played, he won a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. Back in the day, Brady Papenga joins us now on the Dan Patrick Show as Dan is away with the Danettes. It's Ben Maller and Rob Parker. and Brady. Brady, 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 Brady. Fill me in here, Brady. What's going on with Aaron Rodgers, Brady? Well, it's pretty simple, guys. Um, he is somebody that he likes to control the narrative, okay? And he knows that the media is going to react to every little thing he does. And so he's going to do things to get a reaction. 
and he's going to basically communicate like he did yesterday with, or it was the day before with that cryptid uh, Instagram post that, hey, if I, you know, said something out there and kind of am vague and mysterious that, you know, not only is the media going to be overreacting about it, but then at the same time, there's going to be all this speculation. And then at the end of it, when it really comes out to nothing, everybody's going to realize, especially the media, that Aaron still drives the narrative and he's still in control. So that's really what's going on, guys. He's laughing. He's he's, he's like the, the master puppeteer there with his hand out, you know, just puppeteering the media, having a good time with it. And uh, he's just kind of still waiting to see what goes down in terms of the Packers' decisions and their organizational direction to see if, uh, you know, he wants to stay as a Packer, uh, retire, or, you know, ask to be traded somewhere else. Yeah, Brady, my, what's your gut? My, my gut is – He's either staying with the Packers or he would retire. Like, I, I, I don't see him going to another team. Uh, what do you think? Oh, he could totally. So, so it could go all those three ways, and it just depends on the Packers. Uh, the Packers, it sounds like to me, have eased his mind and basically saying, hey, we're going to go all in. You know, they had – you know, Campbell in, their middle linebacker, phenomenal middle linebacker from last year. That Over the last few years, they have not valued that position. They're going to give him an extension. Um, they're creating cap space. The big, the big wild card is going to be Devontae Adams. It's going to be probably a tag. But then the question is, is you know, what, what contract is going to come out of that? And then maybe some other moves. And those are going to either entice Aaron to come back and this is what, I, what I'm getting to about potentially playing for another team. But if something goes south to where they tag and then trade Devontae Adams because maybe somebody brings a trade offer they can't refuse, that may tick, piss off Aaron Rodgers to where he's like, you know what, we had an agreement, we had a deal, or we had an understanding, and now you went against that? Okay. And then all of a sudden that kind of Brett Favre vengeance comes out, and then he's like, I'm going to shove it to you guys. You know, get to trade, go somewhere else, plays for the Bears, I don't know, some rival of the Packers eventually, which it wouldn't be traded there, but kind of have to be the far way where he goes to the AFC and works his way back in. Uh, that could happen, you know, because it's very possible. Things change so fast that, you know, you have this understanding and all of a sudden you get an offer, for, you know, speaking from the Packers' perspective, uh, front office-wise, to where you can't refuse. And, and all of a sudden that understanding you had with, Aaron Rodgers is kind of out the window, and if you if you kind of go back on him that way, yeah, he'll he'll look to get some kind of vengeance and, and kind of shove it to you. So uh, that could be a possibility. I don't think that's likely, but the, but to me, all three of those scenarios are still on the table. All right. Well, Brady, we're talking with Brady Papinga, played with the Packers, played with Aaron Rodgers, knows the guy, and uh, insider and all that. So Brady, now it, read the room here. He, let's say he's traded. Hypothetical. Got to go to an AFC team. What would be your favorite? Is it is it Denver? Is it Tennessee? Where would you say the top team for Rodgers if he says I want out of Green Bay? Oh, the top AFC team? Oh, I mean, to me, Tennessee would be where I would be wanting to go, and it would make the most sense because in that trade, because the Packers will not make a trade, in my opinion, unless I'm talking Aaron Rodgers. Unless they got in return a established starter at the quarterback position, because they do not have any trust or haven't shown any been shown any flashes from Jordan Love that 
he can step in and take over the reins of the organization. And it's not even fair to ask him to do that. So that isn't a really, it would be, that's the best place. Because Denver doesn't have that. They don't, I mean, you can't tell me you're going to bring Drew Locke in. <laughs> that's kind of funny thinking about it. <laughs> Drew Locke into the Packers. After Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre's reign has finalized, no way. You know, Tannehill makes more sense. And then from Aaron's perspective, you go to where you have a really good defense, strong running game, and they've already been in contention in the playoffs. I mean, that's just kind of like, you know, a no-brainer. So it would be Tennessee, and he likes he likes Nashville. As a lot of people today are kind of finding that, that part of the country to be, be desirable. How, how about the, the idea of you're in the NFC – North, you got uh, the Lions are bad. The Bears got a new coach. The Vikings have a new coach. Got that division on lockdown. Uh, in the NFC, you don't have nearly as and not, not that Aaron Rodgers, a two-time MVP, was running from competition. But if you go to the AFC, there's nothing but the, but a plethora of young, good quarterbacks in in the AFC. In the NFC, to me, it just seems like if you're trying to win a Super Bowl. There's still an easier path in the NFC than it is the AFC. If I'm, am I overthinking this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's the parity's there. I don't I don't think there's any easy path. I mean, you look at the Rams. I mean, the Rams come from the NFC, and you look at how they played in the the playoffs. I mean, they almost gave the game away from the Bucks. Sure, they dominated the Cardinals. They almost gave the game you know, away to the Forty Niners, right? Yeah, they battled it out the 49ers. So, I mean, there's it's not like, you know, you have one dominant team in the NFC is the Rams and everybody else is kind of just terrible, you know. And then on the other side, sure, there's great quarterbacking, but then there's the teams aren't as complete as I see it, at the very least, in terms of, you know, having the full package. Except for if you added Aaron to, like, the Titans, they would be the most complete team probably in the NFL because that's really all the Titans are lacking. And not to say Tannehill's a bologna sandwich you'd find on a corner of the street. He's a good quarterback, but, you know, he's not an elite quarterback to where if your running game kind of disappears or your defense struggles, okay, now we need the quarterback to go basically just compensate for those deficiencies. He's not capable of doing that. Not many guys are. Uh, But so, I mean, if I'm looking at it from Aaron's perspective, I'm not thinking, oh, I don't want to go to the NFC. I'm thinking I want to go to a team that has the most components the most complete team to where I would just enhance what already exists, and, and absolutely that would be the, the Tennessee Titans. All right, so we're talking with Brady Papiga. Brady, I, I got to go back to what you said earlier. So you, you're with me on this. You think that Aaron, that post on Instagram the other night, uh, that, that he's, he's sitting back laughing. It was a photo dump. Come on, guys. No, no, but no, but Brady, let me, let me, let's hear the man speak, Rob. So you agree with me that you think he's sitting back laughing at all you know, guys like us that are uh, oh, yeah. hyperventilating. Yes, he he gets a kick out of this, guys. And, I, and I've been in those conversations with him where he's like, watch this. We're going to do this, that, and the other. They're going to do this. <laughs> and he predicts it to the T, and he's wondering, wow, actually it was even bigger of a reaction than I had anticipated. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, didn't you guys hear about these, these between quotation sources that Aaron was going to boycott the playoffs? unless the NFL lifted, like, their vaccine and non-vaccine. Didn't you guys hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and I don't know if you caught Cowherd. Cowherd, now I'm speculating. I don't have all the information here, but I'm kind of piecing it together. But Cowherd comes about, and, he's, and he had a post on Twitter where he's like, man, I got this. For the first time in my career, I got this information from an inside source. 
their numbers from Virginia. And lo and behold, if you look at the backup quarterback last year, uh, oh, his third stringer, it was Kurt Banker from Virginia, who also was kind of goosing the media. I, I mean, I wouldn't doubt it if Aaron was like, hey, man, why don't you, Kurt, go out and spread some misinformation because Aaron's been on the wrong end of misinformation so much. Folks just overreacting about it. I, I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. He is that smart, and he, yeah, and he is that ruthless. So in this case, I don't believe he's had, you know, he has no malicious intent. He just, he just knows that, hey, there's going to be a reaction. I don't care but I'm going to just kind of like feed into it, if you get what I'm saying. So, yeah, I mean, he, he's laughing. He knows that everything he does right now is going to be amplified because there's a lot of speculation about where he's going to be playing this next year. And, right, and, and, and Brady, Brady, just how long, when is this going to end, Brady? Like, when do you think this, uh, is, do we have an expiration? Devontae Adams. Yeah, Devontae Adams is, like I said, he's the wild card. He's the, he's the ultimately the deal maker or the deal breaker. Cause Look at look at Aaron this last year, and if you kind of read between the lines, any time they'd ask him about, you know, how do you beat a defense or what are you looking at when this happens, he, he, he by default will say, I just go to Devontae. I just look for Devontae. Devontae is his guy, okay? Um, they have this very, you know, strong chemistry. It's like what, the, what Aaron had with Jordy Nelson. Um, and if you know with Jordy Nelson, he was not happy. Aaron was not happy, uh, which – comes a kind of the, the conflict that Aaron had with the Packers last year was not happy that they let Jordy Nelson go two or three years before he probably they should have considered letting him go. He had a lot, a lot of tread left on the tire. So Devontae is the key, and like I said, the only thing that could derail Devontae returning back to the Packers is some team comes out and, and sends him a trade package they can't resist. That's just irresponsible. But then again, it would have to be kind of unbelievable because. It, the repercussion of sending Devontae off for for some kind of package would also mean that you take Aaron off to get to the point where maybe he wants to leave. But but that's the key. And so as long as they can keep Devontae happy indirectly, they're going to keep Aaron happy. Gotcha. All right. Well, thank you. Brady Papinga, our, our friend here, our colleague. You can follow him on Twitter at Brady Papinga. And uh, he played with Aaron Rodgers there in the Packers back in the day. This portion of the Dan Patrick Show with Ben Mallon and Rob Parker sitting in, made possible by our friends at Mercedes. They say good things come to those who wait. The 2022 Mercedes-Benz SUV family proves otherwise. It takes no time at all to set up a test drive at your local Mercedes-Benz dealer. Learn more at MBUSA.com. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. So a staple of American sport has just had the worst ever period of time. And uh, it's something that I grew up with was a big deal when I was a kid, when Rob was a kid, but not anymore. What is it? We'll get to that and we will do it next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio app. Dan Patrick Show, Ben Maller and Rob Parker. Glad you have been hanging out with us here. And uh, sure Dan will be back but next week, right? A couple more days and then Dan will, and the Danettes will be back from a well-deserved gap. Uh, so we've been yapping about a couple things here. Uh, thanks to Brady Papenka who joined us and talked about Aaron Rodgers. It sounds to me like, uh, Rob, that uh, Brady's on my team. He's on my side yes. on this one. Yeah. He is definitely on your side. I'm sticking with my point of staying or retiring. 
but I don't see him leaving. I think he's I think it's important to him like Jeter played his 20 years, always wore a Yankee uniform. There's certain guys and and to see Aaron Rodgers and I know a lot of great quarterbacks Ben have moved on. Joe Montana went to Kansas City and and um uh your guy Tom Brady Manning. Tom Brady, you know, like the yeah. most of them. Uh, uh, Joe Namath played with the Rams. You know, like I could go on and on and on. And most quarterbacks finish their career elsewhere. But I don't know. I, I, there's something about him and Green Bay and also whether or not he still, you know, he was doing the, the game show stuff. He's, he sounds like a different guy who's in a different place in life. He's achieved a lot in the NFL. Sure, would it be great if he had a second or third Super Bowl or something like that. But it, I don't know what else he can really do other than he has won. He's won these MVPs even late in his career. He has the the um, a couple of other NFL records, you know, as a quarterback. And so I could also see him saying, I'm, I'm done with this. I want to live my life. I don't want to be in a public eye like that. And I want to move on. Nah, I think he's definitely playing number one. And I, I do think it's all options after that. He's not going to retire, but I, he's either Green Bay or Tennessee or Denver. I guess Denver's in play. I had eliminated the Broncos because I believe the tabloids, Rob, that he had broken off the relationship, the engagement. But it sounds like they're still kind of hanging out. So if that's the case, then you got to put Denver back on on the list. Although Brady did bring up a good point. how That's a tough sell for the Packers if you're going to trade Drew Locke as part of that trade back to, to Green Bay for Aaron Rodgers. But I wanted to change gears here because the when I was a kid, the Olympics were a big deal. Now, the Summer Olympics, to be fair, the Summer Olympics were always bigger than the Winter Olympics, but the Winter Olympics were still something that was a, a watch for people in America, and it did very well financially. Uh, not as well as the Summer Games, but still pretty good. So the, the final report card is in on the Beijing Winter Olympics the lowest ratings in the history. It's official. It was trending this way, but it's all official now, Rob. Lowest ratings in the history of the NBC Olympic package, and it is expected to have – the NBC is going to lose money on this, that uh, they've always found a way to turn a profit. They own the rights to broadcast the Olympics seemingly my entire life, it feels like. I know you CBS remember the old days. They yeah. used to it used to go up for bid. You remember that? And and it would be ABC would have it one year or CBS. It, you mm-hmm. remember in the old days, right? Yeah, long ago. But NBC's had it for a very long time now. And the, the Winter Olympics did not resonate with people. Now, there, there are people that, that like the Olympics that will argue and say, well, it's because the NHL players weren't playing in the Olympics or this, that, and the other thing. But it was bad, and I I didn't watch. I, I maybe watched like like two minutes total of the Olympics this year. And I'm always looking for things to talk about. You know, we're gas bags and blowhards and things like that. So we're looking for things that are good radio. And this just did not did not hit any anything on my radar, Rob. I don't know if you you're an Olympic guy or not. Have you covered the Olympics at all over the years? Is that no, something you I have think? not, no, okay. and I never missed the Winter Olympics. No, I'm just uh, kidding. But I, I did not watch <laughs> at all, uh, yeah. Ben. It did not move me. It did not move my needle. Uh, wasn't interested. It was just weird. It seemed forced. You know, I don't know. There were no fans. It just, I, you know, from, from what I read leading up to it, but I didn't see it. I, I really didn't. I flipped past it. You know what I mean? Like flipping the channel or whatnot, but no, 
It just didn't yeah. register, and I don't think it, I'm not well, surprised question, with the lowest rate. The question is: Is this just a one-off, or is this now going to be the normal? I mean, I, I'm a big believer. Like I, we talked about baseball earlier, and I think people will come back to baseball, even if they miss regular season games. People will come back. The Olympics, though, is a niche thing. It's been one of the, I've been one of those guys. I don't believe it's really a main sports radio topic because we're meat and potato guys, Rob. In sports radio, right? We're we're playing the playing the hits, playing the hits, my man. The Play NFL the and, and basketball, the big stories, right? In the American sports, but the Olympics, especially the Winter Olympics, doesn't cross over. And as I understand the finances, not that I'm involved in the Olympics, but the television market in America is the most important, and that NBC TV contract pays much of the budget for the International Olympic Committee, Rob. So if they're losing money on NBC's deal, and I know they've got a few more years to go, that becomes a long-term problem, Rob, for the entire structure of the Olympics. Big time. It could be It could be uh, in trouble financially going forward. Not that it'll go away, but how much we'll watch it, Ben, we probably won't see it as much. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, that, uh, th- that's for people that work there at NBC and for the people that uh, run the show at the Olympics. To you know what out. they might say? But, NBC might say to the Olympics, NBC, you later. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and plus, you know, with the, the way that everything's now streaming, a lot of television stuff. I, mean, I don't know about you, Rob, but mo- other than sports, everything I watch is on the on the stream and the Olympics with the time, they always bring up the time difference because of, you know, these games being played in China and heck they were on when I was on Rob, which is never a good sign. If you're doing American sports uh, or sports for an American audience, while I'm on the radio, you've done something terribly wrong. Uh, At least I'm told that's the case.